toxic. Negative circumstances, negative thoughts and also negative words can be like poison, but the word of God sets us free. Yeah, hello church, you're doing good tonight? Woo! Oh. I have to greet you from uh, many, many churches. I traveled the last weeks very, very crazy. I was in Qatar, I was in Asia, I was in London last Sunday, and I have to greet you from a lot of churches, uh, a greeting from all over the world. For you. <laughs> um, the topic is poisoning thoughts about our toxic series, and we know what we think determines our future. We know that. But the thing is, when I talk with a lot of people, sometimes people saying to me, Pastor Leo, it seems that certain people are more blessed by God. That means for them it's so easy to be positive, think further, and feel good because they are so blessed. I want to tell you, for example, one story. His name is Scott Hamilton. He's an Olympic winner in 1984 in ice skating and he won the gold medal. And when you see this guy, you think, oh, this guy is so blessed that he's positive. There's no doubt about why, because he's a gold medal winner. I want to show you a picture how he ice skated in an amazing way. Oh. Now you can say, wow, it's amazing. When, when, when he, he finished his career, he came up with a very smart idea. He said to himself, the people that like me, I'm very good, but I'm a little bit too old. How I combinate music and ice skating together, he came up with, with a title, Stars on Ice. He made a tour to whole America, and the Stars on Ice is now well known in Switzerland about art and ice. Art and ice. Do you have the sli slides? Stars on ice. Now it's famous about art and ice. And this guy is very, very famous. He wrote history. And now you're saying, I tell you, Pastor Leo, for this guy, it's easy to be positive. Let's go uh, through his career. Scott Hamilton, when he was six weeks old, he was adopted. The family gave him away. When he was the age of two, he had growing stop due an illness. It just stopped growing. He was even smaller than myself. It just stopped growing. At the age of 13, he started ice skating training, but he had no money. And to page the coach and the trainer was a very, very difficult thing for him. He had to ask all the neighbors and friends to support him. At the age of 26, he was the Olympic gold winner for America. At the age of 39, he became cancer. And after five months, he started ice skating again. He said, I will not be led by circumstance. I believe I have a message for the world. 
At the age of 46, he got a brain tumor. And they said, the doctor said, if you're not operating that, you will be, become blind. And it took him five years to recover from this operation until he was able to ice skating again because he earned the money with stars on ice. On a TV show, he made a comeback. And only some years later, when he was 52 years old, he got another brain tumor as well. And after this, the third uh, cancer, he made an amazing statement in the local TV in America. He said the only disability in life is a bad attitude. Now you can see Scott Hamilton as an amazing ice skater. When you can think, wow, to be positive, it's no, no question why. But when you study his career, is another message. He made a decision to be positive in life. There are three kinds of people in the world. The optimists, the pessimists, and the realists. I don't want to ask you which group you're belonging. But the good news is, and that's the flipping good news, is when you are born, you were born as an optimist. Why I know that? Because when you left the mother's womb, you said, yes, let's go out and do something in the world. This was our attitude, right? Nobody comes out and said, let's see how life will be. Maybe it's good, maybe it's bad. No, this is not the attitude. You're going out, I will do something. You have an optimistic spirit. That's the good news. The question is why a lot of people are getting pessimistic and realistic. Because from birth to now, a lot of negative things happen because, you know, born that way. You know, an optimist guy, he will fill out Sudoku, you know Sudoku? With a pen. A pessimist will say, I see the light at the end of a tunnel, but now, I can see a train is coming. A pessimist will say, the glass is half empty. An optimist will say, yes, I see it. There are 50% more glass than it takes for the water. And the Bible is saying in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, I know you heard this Bible verse so many times, but this Bible verse is amazing. Be careful what you think, because your thoughts run your life. I want to split up the message in three very, very simple points. The point number one is keep a good attitude in difficult times. It's easy to be positive when everything is positive. But in difficult times, left the attitude, I believe God is with me in this situation. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, 4 to 5, the Bible is saying, The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have the divine power to demolish the strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretense that sets itself against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedience to Christ. And this Bible verse is saying there is a fight going on in our thoughts life. There are some strongholds in us. We can kill them. We can kill them out. 
And now we have to understand how the devil operates. Because a lot of Christians have no clue how the devil operates. The devil attacks you and me when we are weak. For example, when Jesus heals the people, casts out demons, the devil never attacked Jesus in a strong season. But when Jesus was fasting for 40 days, he was weak, the devil came and tempted Jesus in a very strong argument. When you are weak, the devil comes and attacks you. That means when you're facing a tough situation, maybe a health issue, a financial issue, a family issue, a vision issue, whatever it is, the devil attacks you when you are weak. And one of the best examples how we to overcome when we are weak is an eagle. An eagle is very strong when it's flying in the air. This is the element of an eagle very strong, right? But when an eagle flies down and he stops on the ground, it's not a position of strength. When an eagle makes a pause on the ground, what often happens, a snake comes and a snake stands in front of the eagle and looks in the eagle in the eyes and saying, one bite and you are dead. And the snake starts to speak somehow to the eagle. Are you problems? You are worried. You are sick. One bite and you are dead. It's a discussion. You know what the, the eagle does? He says to the snake, ah, you're playing your way, but I'm changing the game. And all of a sudden, the eagle grabs the snakes, flies in the air, and the snake is shaking very, very strong. And in the air, the eagle is questioning the snakes. Do you think I have problems? Do you think I am weak? Do you think I will not can overcome? Do you think that? I am in a strong position, but you are in a weak position. And then the eagle turns the head and kills the snakes and draws the snake down on earth. Never fight against the devil on the same argue he fights against you. Grab the devil, grab the issues, fly in the air, lift your hands and say to the devil, no, you are not in a good position. I am in a position. I'm a son and daughter of God Almighty and I will kick you and kill you. This is the position that God is giving you. Come on. Another thing what the devil all the time does when we do, when we fail, he points the finger on our failures. This morning, a lot of people came to me and said, Pastor Lee, I failed in my life and I cannot think that God can use me again. I want to tell you a story. It's, uh, it's, her name is Rachel Smith. She won the Miss USA competition in 2007, a very, very gorgeous lady. And she went to Africa and she helped the poor people, uh, the orphans. She had just a heart to serve the people in need. She gave food and money and a lot of things. It was an amazing time. When she came back, she was in the Miss Universe contest and she fight for America. And the worst thing what can happen in a catwalk on TV when millions of people are watching you, happened in the life of Rachel Smith. Let's see.
that's really bad. Millions of people saw it, that she fell down, and a lot of people, they started look, oh, oh my goodness, <laughs> she is not even able to walk the catwalk, the Miss USA girl. She had become still number five in the contest. And there comes a moment where all the top five ladies has to answer a question, and Rachel Schmidt, she came out, and she stopped on the same position where she fell down. And there was a hat with some questions in the hat. And she had to grab just one question out of the head and answering this question. And Rachel Smith took the question, and the question was, if you could repeat something in your life again, what would it be? And in that moment, the whole audience and everybody on TV knew, I know the answer. She would say, I'm a such a good catwalker. I can walk amazing. And the position of move, right, move, run, turn around. I can do this. This is what people thought. But without thinking, she said, if I could repeat one thing in my life, I will go straight to Africa, feed the poor, help the needed people, and serve them with the love of God. This I will do again. And the answer was surprising because it reminds me about the devil. The Bible is saying the devil is the accuser of the saints. He accuses you and me in front of the presence of God. Do you know that? The devil goes every day to God and he accuses you and me. He says, God, you know, see, Pastor Lee, blah, blah, they made some mistakes. How in the flipping world you can build the church on them? The devil always points the finger on our failures. Or the whole world will say, Rachel, do the catwalk again. But the right position is, I am forgiven. The grace of God is over me. If with me, Jesus died on a purpose on a cross for me. And I know I have a future. There is a vision. There is a calling from God. And if I could do something again, I will stand up and I will live the calling that God has given me. Don't put yourself in a position in a corner where the devil points the finger on you and you start to think that God is not using me again because by purpose, by choice, I made too many mistakes. You are not disqualified. God qualifies the disqualified people. Another story goes in the same thing. Don't let run your life about circumstances. There were a prize in America if you catch a wolf live. You get for every wolf 5,000 US dollars. Sam, you heard about the contest. Say, Jade, let's go hunting wolves. We get for every wolf 5,000 US dollars. They seek the whole day for the wolf. They hiked and see they were not able to find any wolf. And that night, they went to bed. And in the night, Sam wakes up, surrounded by dozens of wolves. And the wolves were very hungry, and the wolves knew we can eat these two boys easily. When Sam saw all the wolves, he waked up, said, Jay, wake up! He said, what's this? Look, the wolves! We are so rich! We are so rich! Or you can say, we are so dead. He said, no, I'm so rich. You know, 
it's a decision how do you think about your circumstances. I want to go to the point number two. Protect your thoughts. We have to protect what we think. When the devil puts the finger on your failures, when you're surrounded by wolves in a bad situation, circumstances, protect the thoughts in your personal life. And I want to show you how you we protect the thoughts in our lives. Hello, it's me. Yeah, nice it's you, but too many mistakes. What do you mean by that? This is negative. Too many mistakes is very, very negative. Hello, it's me. Yeah, it's nice that it's you, but too many mistakes is not my friend. I, I don't want to think that I'm a failure, that I'm a loser. You know, now you start to talk with the mistakes, but the, the thoughts they will not go. And this is the moment when we change position. Just wait for a moment. We changing our position. I take the police hat. And you know this, when a police standing with the uniform in front of you, do like this, you stop your car, right? If I have no uniform, you will not stop. But with this is another authority. And I speak to the thoughts and say, I don't like you. But what the father is doing is we're not leaving until I say, I have authority in the mighty name of Jesus. And I say, thought, go away. <whistles> oh my goodness. Hello, it's, it's me. me. Are you, it's me group, never healthy. I like healthy, this is positive, but never ever, it's so negative. I don't want to have this in my brain. I don't believe this. In the mighty name of Jesus. It's a battle, it's a fight, you see this? Hello. It's me. Hello, it's me. And always in depth wants to come in your brain and say, I will not receive that because I believe God is my provision. He will look for me. It's me. Reach the limit. This is very negative. I don't believe there's a limit with God Almighty. Everything is possible, you know? And this thought tries to grab in your brain and I say, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, hello, it's me. <whistles> Do you have the picture? I protect the thoughts in my life. And the uniform is Jesus in your life because we are crowned with Jesus, 
the God of Almighty, we can speak things and things have to leave. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is exultant of the praiseworthy, think about such things. Think about such things. Think about such things. Think, 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 think. You know, there is a study they said if you are, for example, losing 50 US dollars, for example, and one week later you find another 50 dollars, what will remain in your brain? Are losing or finding $50? They're saying losing things has more power and more energy in your brain than winning things. That means the negative things happen in your life has more weight than the positive things. And I'm totally agree about that. Because in the early years when we started our church, when we started to preach and teach, so on a good Sunday in Switzerland, you get about six compliments about the message. That means it's amazing. Like in America, you get from 1,000 people, 5,000 compliments. But Switzerland, about 3,000 people, six, that means this is an amazing Sunday. Yeah, I really just have to be honest. But sometimes people come to me, oh, it's an amazing message, super illustration, and the Bible verse, and prophetic, anointed, and all the things, six people. But if only one person comes and says, Pastor Leo, I don't like the message. I not even got the message. Six compliment, and one is negative. Do you think what has more weight? Then you're going home and said, why is this lady not happy about my message? What is wrong with her? Maybe she has a demon. No, not one. She has millions of demons. Yeah. And a negative compliment goes in your brain. But now I changed my whole attitude. I said to God, when I preach, I believe that everybody likes the message. Yeah. Now I believe when I'm going to a party, everybody was waiting for me. If I apply for a job, I believe all the companies, they want to have me. I said to my wife, the 3.5 billion women, everybody wants to have me, but you're the chosen one. <laughs> you know what I mean? I changed my attitude instead of thinking not everybody's liking me or I'm a failure, or I'm not blessed, turn around and say, I am blessed. Everybody likes me because who is everybody? God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit is everybody. If you don't like me, you have a problem. You're not everybody. God is everybody. You just, whatever. Just change your attitude. Start to believe that God has blessed you with everything you need. I want to close with the last point. Time is running. Keep God's promises active. And I like the word active. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 7, the Bible says, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Jesus Christ. Is 
guarding. You guard your thoughts in your personal life. And here is the deal. If I say to the negative thoughts, you don't belong, I don't want to have me, I have to invite all the facts and all the truths from God Almighty. Can you feel this brain with the facts of God? For example, God is saying to us, I love you. Have you ever thought the question why God is saying the Bible all the time, I love you? I said to God, God, that's not news. You're telling me this every day. Why are you telling me this every day that I'm loved? Because the devil is telling you every day, you're not perfect. You're not worthy. You have some issues in your life. And God is saying every day, I love you because I formed you. I planted you. You are my thoughts. Or I'm always there for you. Or you are desired. You are beautiful. I know this because my mirror is telling me every day, you are so beautiful. <laughs> you know where I bought the, the, this, this mirror? Ikea. The Ikea mirror saying to you, you are so beautiful. Ba -ba -ba -ba, to me. I have your back. I have a plan for your life. Now, let's pause for a moment. If I put all these truths in my brain... Is there any space for a negative thought? Either active, I fill my brain with the truths of God, or the devil is filling my brains with the negative lies straight from the hell. It's an active thing. In our house where we're living, there are all over signs, beautiful, adorable, love you, you're special, you're anointed, you're blessed all over the house because my wife, she loves the truths and the fact from God that you can see them all the time, every day in our house. There are different of ways how you can feel the truths of God in your personal life. Now, I want to close with one example. And here's the challenging thing. Now it seems everything easy, Right? Proclaim the truth, and the truth stays in your brain. There is no space for the negative thing. And here is the deal. So many times when I start to pray to Jesus in the morning, how often my thoughts are going in a wrong way. Sometimes it takes like five, ten minutes until I hear the right words, voice. I am Blocked in with God. Too many ideas coming in my brain. It's not from God. It's the same thing like by a radio. If you're looking for the right channel. That's not the song I want to hear, right? No, that's not, that's not. No, no, it's six o'clock in the morning. No, 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 no. It's too early. No, not freedom. It's six o'clock in the morning. God, where are you? You try to focus to God. It's like changing channels. No, no, no. Yeah. Finally, 
I am plugged in with Jesus after six channels. Sometimes when we pray, it takes time until our brain is connected with God. Your wife comes to your mind, your boss comes to your mind, your money comes to your mind, your health issue comes to your mind. It takes time until you have the right channels. This is the attitude, the positions in our prayer life. We don't stop until I have the right mindset, the right words with Jesus God Almighty. I want to close with one last story to, to wrap the whole message together. When the 12 spies had the job to look for the promised land, all the 12 spies came back. They saw all the same. They say, oh, milk and honey is flying, flowing, and the grab wines are so big. But 10 said, there are giants in the land. They are so big. We cannot conquer the land. They said, the giants are so big compared to them. We are small like grasshoppers. You know how they thought? God is not bigger than them. And we are like grasshoppers. Joseph and Caleb said, yeah, that's right. Giants in the land. They are so big. But the good news is, God is bigger. Oh, but what's about the grasshoppers? Joseph and Caleb say, I like grasshoppers. So why? Grasshoppers are so small. Yes, they are small. But when grasshoppers deciding, going together, two million grasshoppers in the land, we can destroy everything and anything in the land. Grasshoppers together are a force. Some people saw themselves, we are grasshoppers. Caleb said, yes, we are grasshoppers. Together, we can change the land. Ten thought we are grasshoppers. <laughs> Caleb and Joseph, yes, we are grasshoppers. Together. We can kill the giants in the land. But Tan said, Joseph, Caleb, I am happy that you're excited. But we are grasshoppers. Joseph and Caleb said, Yes, we are grasshoppers. But together, we can conquer the giants. Are you a grasshopper or are you a grasshopper? It's all about, dear friends, how do you think yourself, how you position yourself, not the circumstances are leading my life because I believe in my thoughts. I am a queen of God, a son and a daughter of God. I know with God Almighty everything. It's possible. Are you a grasshopper? 
Or are you a grasshopper? Same animal, but same attitude. There's only one soccer team they called Grasshopper Zurich. That's the only biblical soccer team on whole planet Earth. It's not Barcelona, not Real Madrid, not Bayern Munich. Grasshopper Zurich. Yeah. I want to close the message. Do you understand? Are you a grasshopper? Or I am a grasshopper. Let's stand up for a moment. And let's pray together to Jesus. Jesus, I want to thank you so much for the message. You say, God, your heart and God, your thoughts, and we will glorify Jesus in our personal life. Dear Jesus, I, I heard too many lies and I believe too many negative words. And it has an impact and a negative influence in my life. And I feel so sorry that I'm starting to listening to the negative accusing voices of the devil. Are there some lies in you? Some sentences you believe they're negative? I want to ask you right now, where you're ever standing, could you say to Jesus, Jesus, touch me. Touch my brain. Touch my thoughts. Heal me. Clean me. Redeem my thoughts. And this is a miracle who can take place right now. Maybe your father never cheered you up. Your boss never gave you a compliment and you have a very low self-esteem. But this could be like a turning point right now in your life. Where you say, Holy Spirit, touch me. Heal me. I will kick out the strongholds in me. And exchange that. I'm a son and a daughter of God Almighty. Is God for me? Who can be against me? Is there a, a circumstance in your life? A health issue, a financial issue, a job issue, a family issue, where you need a breakthrough? 